you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. somebody we're gonna let the spirit of the Lord move in this house not gonna draw it out too long but let's let God do some God things in the house tonight come on somebody we came to have church in this room I'm all for the apostolic ministry gifts of the spirit the fivefold I love teaching I love preaching but I'd like to know when we ever got away from having church now We need to have church in the house. Come on, somebody. Come on, I'm talking hand clapping, foot stomping, shouting, dancing, running. Hey, that's who we are. Oh, did anybody come tonight to have church in the house? You ought to lift up your voice and shout unto God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20. Ephesians 3 and verse number 20. Hallelujah. Feel the Spirit of the Lord moving in this house right now. Hallelujah. You feel the power of the Holy Ghost moving? Come on, somebody. You feel it moving in the house right now? Come on. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, come on somebody, that we ask or think according to the power, what's that power? The Holy Ghost, according to the power that worketh within us. I want to talk to you about when God says now. When God says now, throw your hands in the air, lift up your voice. Jesus, we thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that's moving in this room tonight. I'm asking you right now, mighty God, to come into this service. God, let the gifts of the Spirit be released in this house. Let miracles, signs, and wonders, let the demonstration of the power of God come to fruition in this house tonight. We'll give you all the praise and glory and honor. And someone shout in Jesus' name. Come on, in Jesus' name, shout in Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, amen. You can go down with your hands clapping tonight. Let's give the Lord great praise as you're seated. Right now, it's a present time, a moment in time. It is binding. It is necessary. It is proper. It is inevitable. The truth about right now is that most people have the faith to believe about what God will do tomorrow. But it takes great faith to really believe for what God can do right now. Somebody shout right now. Why is that? Because right now leaves us no way out. Now demands an immediate response. Now makes no excuses, no excuses nor exceptions. Right now does not talk about what could have been. Come on, somebody. Right now does not talk about what should have happened, but right now says all we have is right now, and I'm ready for something to happen right now. Somebody shout now. Come on, somebody shout now. Did anybody come tonight ready for a right now move of the Holy Ghost? Hear me in this house. I'm thankful for what God can do tomorrow, but I thank God for what he can do now. I'm thankful for the promises that are coming to us, but I'm also thankful for what's here right now. Real faith is not believing God for something that can happen by accident, but real faith believes God for what can happen right now. Ephesians 3 and 20 says this, there is a now to the ability of God. There is a right now to his exceeding abundance. There is a right now to our asking. There is a right now to our thinking. And there is a now to the power that worketh within us. Hear me tonight somebody. Now is the time to ask for greater than what you've ever asked. Now is the time to think bigger dreams than what you've ever dreamed. Now is the time to believe that there is power that is working within you, not just to take you through tomorrow, but to bring you through what's happening right now. There's a common theme in a lot of churches. We love to prophesy about what's happening tomorrow. I didn't come here tonight to tell you what tomorrow holds, but I did come here tonight to tell you that there is a right now in this atmosphere that no matter what tomorrow holds, I know the God that holds tomorrow, come on somebody, and that's able to bring you out, able to bring you through, and able to bring bring you over. Why is it? Because now is strategic. In Judges 7, the Midianites and Amalekites were against Gideon and Israel. Gideon divided 300 into three companies. He put a trumpet in one hand and a pitcher with a torch in the other. And Gideon looks at the 300 and said, wait for my right now, blow the trumpet, break the pitchers. And the word of God would say that when Gideon sounded the alarm, it was not an alarm for tomorrow, but it was an alarm for right now. Hear me in the Holy Ghost, someone. There is not an alarm for what God is just calling you to do tomorrow, but there's an alarm for right now. The word of God said when he said now that the trumpets went off, the pitchers broke, and the torches shined in to the darkness. And the Bible said that the host ran, they cried, they went all over. And the word of God would say that the Lord set every man's sword against each other, and the enemy was defeated without a single weapon being drawn. Let me tell you why that is. Because the greatest weapon of the church is our immediate obedience to God's now. Come on, somebody. One of the greatest weapons is for the church to say where the glory is going, we've got to follow the glory cloud. 
I'm thankful for our programs. I'm thankful for the great things that we do. But more than that, I want to tell you tonight that when the glory of God is moving and directing, we've got to throw the programs out. We've got to get the schedule in the trash can and understand this. When the Lord gets ready to show up, you can't schedule a move of God. Come on, somebody. You can't schedule a move of God because the move of God said it's now. Come on, somebody. It's right now for this time and for this hour. Today, as I begin to pray, I heard the word of the Lord speaking to me. I didn't hear two. I didn't hear three. I heard one word. And the Lord said, tell my people that now is the time. Somebody shout now. Come on, somebody shout now. Lift up your hands and ask God to give you the strength for now. Come on, all over the house, lift up your voice. Say, God, help me for now. There's a word and the word is now. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse number 3, And the Lord said unto Isaiah, Go forth, go forth now. Now is the time to go forth to our greatest exploits. I want you to know in the Holy Ghost tonight that there is nothing keeping you from your promise but a step of faith that says, I'll not wait for tomorrow, but I'm ready to step now. Is anybody ready to step now? Right now is uncomfortable. Right now does not have time to make provisions and plans. But right now is when the Spirit of the Lord wants to move. Five years ago, four and a half years ago, Destiny and I had an apartment in uh, Lafayette and the Spirit of God began to talk to us as God began to tell me he wanted us to evangelize. I struggled and started talking to God about it and I said, God, how am I going to do that when I don't have anywhere to go? And uh, the Spirit of God began not only to talk to me, but he talked to us and um, we had a decision. The apartment contract was up in 36 hours, and we had to have a decision as to what we were going to do right now. And uh, I went in, and I talked to her, and I said, Des, I, I'm, I'm not sure what to do because I feel that God wants us to do something. She said, do you feel that we're supposed to go and evangelize? I said, yes, I do. I said, what do we do? She said, when do we do it? I said, I feel the Lord saying that right now is our time. Hear me right now, someone. Sometimes when the Lord begins to take you into doing something, he doesn't give you a whole lot of oversight to say, well, you've got all of this time to try to make it happen. Because the truth is this, if you had the time to make it happen, you would think it was you that did it and not God. And uh, I went and I talked to her and I said, are we on the same page? She said, yes. We had three Sundays on a calendar. One at Eastside for my father-in-law. One in Palestine for a man by the name of Brother Shiflet. I'm actually going to be with him in two Sundays. And a third Sunday in Denton, Texas for a great man of God named Brother Phil Hudson. We had nowhere to go. Walked away from my job, turned in the apartment got a storage unit, we moved everything out, gave them a 24-hour heads up, and we were gone. Nothing but the suitcases in the back of our car. And as we began to drive into Texas, there was a lot of fear and anxiety trying to figure out how God would do something this quick. And I looked at Destiny, and I said, I'm just so afraid because we've got all of these bills and all of these different things. And Destiny looked at me, and she said, Gentry, when has God ever not seen a promise through? And the Spirit of the Lord began to talk to me that there's a moment in time that the window is open. And, and let me tell you when the window's open. It's when God says now is the time to move. Hear me right now. The Bible would talk about the children of Israel that would follow the pillar by day and the fire by night and the rock with what water coming out would follow them? That means that when you are following right now, that the provision of God will follow you uh, into where right now will take you to. Let me tell you what happened. Three Sundays turned into four and turned into five in a month and a year. Four and a half years have gone by. And let me tell you, I'm a testimony that I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Come on, somebody. I've never seen a seed begging bread. 
And the Lord started talking to me tonight uh, that you might not have the ability to bring your promise to come to pass. Uh, but what you do have is a right now. And where there is a right now, uh, there is a window that is open, uh, storehouses that are under you. Let me tell it to you like this. Uh, there's people in the room tonight uh, that God has called you to do something that is too great uh, for you to do by yourself. Uh, and let me tell you, that's when you know uh, that God has given you a kingdom dream uh, because kingdom dreams are too great uh, for you to do by yourself. Uh, and I heard the Lord tell me tonight, uh, tell them not to worry uh, about how it's going to happen, uh, when I'm going to do it, uh, how the way is going to be made. Uh, tell them that the time is now. Come on, somebody. Uh, the time is now uh, for you to do everything that God has commanded you. Somebody throw your hands in the air right now. Let me tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's people that have had promises of God for decades. Uh, you've allowed things that have not come to pass yet uh, to stop you from doing the thing that God has called you to do. Uh, and you've said, God, when you do this, I'll do that. Uh, hear this preacher tonight in the Holy Ghost. Uh, what God is waiting on is your right now. My God, I feel it right now. What God is waiting on uh, is you right now uh, to say, God, if you never do another thing, uh, you've already done enough. Uh, come on, somebody, uh, that I'm going to give you everything, uh, and everything is right now. Hallelujah. Isaiah 7 and 13 said this, and he said, hear ye now. Seven times in the book of Revelation, the word of the Lord said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've come to tell you in the Holy Ghost tonight uh, that it's time to hear again. Come on, somebody. It's time to hear again. Uh, and I've come to preach against the things that are occupying your hearing. Come on, somebody, because what is occupying your hearing uh, is occupying your thoughts uh, and will occupy your heart uh, and will occupy your words. Uh, for out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, we've got to open up our ears uh, to hear what the Spirit uh, is saying to the church in this hour. Uh, years ago at an awakening service, a um, pastor from another town came uh, his family came also, and uh, there was an individual who was present uh, who had never been able to hear in uh, one of her ears. And um, I think that service was a six-banner service. You want to know what, Pastor? Let's hang the banners up again. Come on, somebody. Let's hang the banners up again. That way we know whether we've really had church or not. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Can you laugh at least in the house? Give me a burp or something. My God. Hallelujah. It was a six-banner service that night. Man, the power of God was just transcending in that building. And uh, she was over, I believe, on this side. And when the Spirit of the Lord began to come upon her, she threw both hands in the air and began to pray. And all of a sudden, we watched as the good sister began to shout and dance, and she fell out speaking in tongues. People ran over and asked what had happened. Uh, she said, I've been deaf in my ear for 17 years. Hear me right now. God's not concerned with why you've been going through what you've been through for the last few years. What God is concerned is what you're willing to do now in the face of what you've been through. Let me tell somebody something in the Holy Ghost. There's a reason that we dance. There's a reason that we shout. There's a reason that we praise. There's a, we, there's a reason that we pray. And it's not showmanship. It's not overzealous. Let me tell you what it is. It is a spiritual statement, hallelujah, that no matter what's going on, we owe it to the Lord. Well, let's try it right now. Somebody give him praise. Come on, somebody. Let me tell you in the Holy Ghost tonight, worship is a spiritual statement to the Lord. When you worship in the face of adversity, worship is prophetic. Let me tell you what I saw the good sister do. She started dancing and shouting. I didn't know what had happened, but hallelujah, the word of the Lord said, hallelujah, that we've never seen the righteous forsaken. We've never seen a seed begging bread. Hear this preacher right now. God's waiting on what you're going to do right now. Hallelujah. And what you do right now. Uh, 
You want to know what's predicated upon what God will do. God's got to see what you're going to do. Let me tell you something. We've gotten a real bad habit of saying, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. There's some people that have been waiting too long. One of the greatest problems in the church is not conception, but rather miscarriage. Come on, somebody. We have miscarried promises that it was time now, but we held it in. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. God's waiting on someone to say, Lord, now is the time for me to birth something that's greater than myself. Come on, somebody in the Holy Ghost tonight. Immediately were her ears opened. Let me tell you in the Holy Ghost right now that I believe that God can open up every deaf ear that's in this room tonight. But likewise, can God open up your ears from spiritual deafness? The ear of the people have been occupied too long with lesser dimensions. Hear this preacher right now. It has been occupied with lesser fights and lesser dimensions. You've got to stop fighting things that God already brought you out of. Come on, so do you have victory or do you not? Do you have dominion? Come on, somebody. Or do you not? Let me tell you what the enemy does. The enemy will occupy you with lesser fights and lesser dimensions. Hallelujah. To try to drain your virtue. So when the fight of your faith comes to you, you're already so drained in the Holy Ghost that you don't have the ability to pick up your head, uh, look your enemy in the face, and fight your fight. Hear this preacher right now. We've got to get over petty drama. We've got to get over attitudes. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, we've got to get over what we like and what we don't. Uh, we've got to get over preference and opinion. Uh, and we've got to understand uh, this is the great ship of Zion. It's a glorious church. Come on, somebody. It's a powerful church. Come on, somebody. It's an anointed church. But if we're ever going to see it, we've got to hear now. Someone shout, hear now. Isaiah 33 and 10 says this. Now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift myself up. Uh, the word of the Lord came to me and said this, uh, that the work that God has begun uh, will absolutely shake the foundation of the nations. You think that what's happening in Israel is by accident right now? Let me tell you, it's not by accident. Uh, the word of God talks about what's coming, uh, but let me encourage you tonight. Uh, it said you, when these things happen, uh, you've got to look up. And he said this, all of these things must happen uh, so that my word be fulfilled. Uh, let me tell you what happens at the same time. Uh, this is the season of harvest. Come on, somebody. Uh, it's a season of breakthrough. Uh, it's a season of great reaping. Uh, I've come to tell you in the Holy Ghost tonight uh, that for too long has there been silence uh, in the enemy's camp. Uh, but the Lord said that there's not going to be silence any longer. Uh, for the word of God would say this, uh, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Uh, there's a dissipation of the front lines of the enemy, uh, the territories that we've been kept out of. Uh, the Lord is saying, I'm giving it into your hand tonight. Come on, somebody. Uh, what's that territory? Uh, it's your children that walked away from God. Uh, he's giving it back in your hand again. What's the territory? It's communities and demographics that we've never been able to reach into. He's given it into the hand of the church. Nine months ago, we were in a service. The spirit of prophecy hit me. There's a pastor that was present that's dealt with incredible issues in the church. And uh, that church has been there for a long time. They've ran about 25 people. And during an altar call, the spirit of the Lord came upon me, and the pastor and uh, the spirit of the Lord, as it began to speak to me, told me to call the pastor up and give a word of prophecy. And the word of prophecy came forth, and the word of the Lord would say, "Hallelujah!" That the sword was in his hand. 
And it was a very distinct word that God was giving as the Lord began to show him, hallelujah, the fights that he has been facing, uh, that God was giving him everything he needed uh, to have overcoming power over every obstacle. Hallelujah. But not only that, that the sword that God had placed upon his hand uh, would bring great harvest. Come on, somebody. Do you believe that God can do something like that? Do you believe that God can do something like that? Saw the pastor about a week ago. Last time I talked to him, he was running 35. We started talking to him. Said, man, brother, how are things going? He said, oh, it's going great. Someone asked, how is your attendance? And he said, you won't even believe what God has done this year. I was waiting to hear that they're running 35 now or 40. He said, we're having 80 people every Sunday. Come on, somebody, when God gets ready to move now, it doesn't matter what devil in hell, it doesn't matter what kind of opposition that the enemy has brought against you. Here's what the word of God would say in Isaiah 43. Behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Here's what he said. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Here's what the Spirit of God said. Now will I bring harvest into areas that have been forgotten about. Three years ago, I was preaching in Oklahoma. The Spirit of the Lord began to move in that service. They were in a great spiritual fight. Hallelujah. And as God began to literally just transcend in that building, there was great breakthrough that began to happen. Hallelujah. There was a girl that came in, and um, I won't expound on it, but we'll just say this. She had been given over to a very promiscuous life. And um, as she began to come into the house of God, you could literally watch her as the Spirit of God began to come upon her. And she sat there and she began to cry. And we began to literally just um, pray over her. And the Spirit of God really began to talk to her. And I looked at her and I said, have you ever considered being baptized in the name of Jesus? And she looked at me and she said, I don't know that God can save somebody that's been where I've been. And I said, listen to me, sister, God saved people that were worse than you. And some of us are here tonight, hallelujah, are you thankful for the mercies of God? Hallelujah. I looked at the pastor, I said, sir, we need to baptize her in the name of Jesus tonight. And he looked at me and his eyes were huge and he said, give me about a half hour, we've got to fill the baptistry. And I was like, my God, we've got to be instant in season and out of season. So we prayed for a half hour, we talked. When that woman went down in the water, there were two things that happened. When she came out, she began to lift up her voice. God filled her with the Holy Ghost, and she began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave her the utterance. The second thing that happened, there was literally an explosion of the Holy Ghost that began to settle in the building in an instant. And I watched as elders and saints of God begin to dance and run and shout. They were slain in the Spirit. There wasn't a lot of people there. Hallelujah. But the people that were there were engaged in what God was doing now. Hear me. As it began to happen, we began to tap into it. I looked at the pastor during that altar call and I said, sir, going to have to explain to me, why are they so excited? He said, brother, the baptistry of this church has been empty for over three years. He said, this is the first time in three years that the waters of baptism have been troubled. Let me tell you what happened. We baptized five people in a week's time. Come on, somebody. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost tonight. It's about time for the waters to be troubled again. I wish somebody would give the Lord glory right now. You've got to let the waters be troubled in your family, your neighborhood. Somebody shout now. Somebody shout now. Daniel 9 and 15. And, and, oh Lord our God that has brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand. The mighty hand of God is here now to bring you out of bondage. Hear me in the Holy Ghost. The hand of God is literally in this room tonight to bring you out of every addiction. Hallelujah. To heal you of every affliction. Come on, somebody. Someone shout now. Somebody shout now. Let me tell you uh, about months ago I was in a service there's a bishop from Africa that was in that service bishop I'm going to say his name wrong but I'm going to try Mashashiri spell that I can't he was present he was there 
He's literally a converted Trinitarian. He got the revelation of the name of Jesus Christ. Entire congregations are being converted. Thank the Lord for that. Hallelujah. That's what God's going to do in this city. I feel that in the Holy Ghost right now. That's what God wants to do in this city. I'm not as worried about shutting them down as I am about converting them into the truth. All right. He was present. Spirit of the Lord was moving in that service. He came into the office afterwards. He said, Brother Gentry, thank you. He said, I'm going to ask you in your free time. He said, would you pray for my daughter? For 10 years, seizures have literally just captivated her. They've had a hold of her. She's having seizures every single day. And if something doesn't change, uh, this is not going to be a good outcome. And I stopped and I realized how many people have ever been asked to pray for something. Anybody ever been asked to pray for something? If not, please check who you're running with. Hallelujah. And I stopped and I thought, how many of us say, oh, brother, I will pray. What's stopping us from now? Come on, somebody. What's keeping us from now? Someone shout now. Somebody shout now. And I looked at the man and I said, I will pray then. I said, but we're going to pray right now. As a matter of fact, I grabbed a prayer cloth that said Christian Life Church that I carry in my briefcase. We anointed it with oil. And I said, we're going to pray over this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Spirit of the Lord is going to move into this situation. And God is going to heal your daughter. Anybody believe that God can still do it? Does anybody believe God can still? Do you believe it for Brother David's brother? That's what we did this morning. We prayed. We believed that God was able not to move tomorrow, but to, to move now. We anointed that. I hadn't been there in a little bit. Last Sunday I was present and the bishop was there also and he came up to me. He said, oh, Brother Gentry, I've been meaning to call you to tell you what God has done. He said, from the day that we anointed that cloth, he said, I took the cloth home, I laid it upon her head, and I said, Lord, you said, ask and it shall be given. Come on, somebody. You either believe it or you don't believe it. I'm talking about now. He said, I said, God, you said ask and it shall be given. He said, Brother Gentry, I want to testify to you. Since that day, there's not been another seizure. There's not been another complication. Hear me, somebody. I'm talking about now. Do you believe God for now? Do you believe him for now? Sister Shauna, you here tonight? She's here tonight. She's not here tonight. Hallelujah. Spirit of the Lord started talking to me. It is no coincidence that last Sunday there was a visible miracle that happened in this room. No coincidence at all. Hallelujah. But the Spirit of the Lord started talking to me today. He said, I did it Sunday because I have opened up the door for right now miracles to begin to break out in this assembly. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. Uh, if you need healed in your body, thus saith the Lord, now is the time. You need breakthrough in your family, now is the time. You need restoration of your faith, now is the time. Can I get a witness in the house, somebody, that says now is the time. Here's what Matthew 11 says. I'm almost done. From the days of John the Baptist until... Now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Uh, hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. Uh, this is not a waiting game, uh, but it's time for the violent to take it by force. Come on, somebody. When are the violent going to take it? We're going to take it now. Come on, somebody. I said we're going to take it now. Not in February. We're going to take it now. Not in 40 days of prayer and fasting. We're going to take it. Come on, we're going to take it now. I remember years ago, a group of us guys got together on a Saturday. There had been great problems in our youth group. We started talking amongst each other, and we decided that we were going to do something about it in the Holy Ghost. Brother Dylan, you were there. Brother Nate, you were there. Cameron Hopper, he was here. Sister Jen. A bunch of us guys got together that uh, on a Saturday. We 
and started praying about 10 p.m. We were going to pray until about 12 o'clock, but the Spirit of the Lord started to move. We were tired. We'd had a lot of stuff happening, hallelujah, but the Spirit started drawing us. We kept praying into 1 a.m., kept praying into 2 a.m., into 3 a.m., 4 a.m., because let me tell you why. There's nothing more important than what God wants to do now. Come on, somebody, and it ain't got to be a Sunday for God to move now. Hear me. It got about 6 a.m. We were still at the church praying. There's a great attack coming upon this assembly. Hallelujah. And about 6 a.m., all of a sudden, uh, I believe it was Brother Chad Coffey literally began to break out in a travail. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord literally descended at 6 a.m. after praying for a period of time. And when it happened, you could literally feel a thundering in the Holy Ghost that began to settle in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. And when it did, every hand in the room began to go up. And we literally began to travail in the Holy Ghost for hours. When that happened, there was a visible manifestation of the Spirit that we had been fighting. Some of y'all said that's hooky spooky. Well, God bless you. Hallelujah. But it's scriptural. Let me tell you something. Believers can cast out devils. Believers can bind the strong man. Believers can see principalities taken down. You hear me right now. You can have all the head knowledge in the world, uh, but unless you're ready to put an action with your knowledge. Hallelujah. We saw it. When we did, we begin to point our fingers and we begin to prophesy and speak in tongues. And we literally watched it as it left. And when it did, there was something that broke loose in the Holy Ghost. We went home for an hour, changed and came back. We prayed in the sanctuary until some of y'all showed up for church. I'll never forget that service. Sister Cheryl, the choir was singing. We never got past the first song because the Spirit of God began to literally just settle in the middle of the sanctuary. I watched as some of your children... Uh, that had walked away from God came uh, and they literally begin to be refilled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, hallelujah. I remember in that service uh, some of you that came in sick in your body uh, and you left healed and whole uh, and restored. Uh, hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's what I've come to tell you in the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's a right now move, uh, but the violent have to be willing uh, to take it by force. I charge you in the Holy Ghost, Christian Life Church, uh, quit waiting on the next prayer meeting to be called uh, for God to draw you into prayer uh, in the midnight hour. Uh, stop waiting on the next Daniel fast uh, to consecrate and press in uh, to the presence of God. Somebody throw your hands in the air right now. Our late Bishop Paul Price, uh, he said it perfectly. Uh, if we wait, we're going to die. You hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's a season of heaven that's open right now, uh, but you've got to be willing to move. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, there's things that God's ready to do now. Uh, there's miracles for now. Here's what John 12 said. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Revelation 12 said this. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation. Now is the kingdom of our God. Now is the power of his Christ. Now is the accuser cast down. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. What God is ready to do is now. Stand to your feet. Throw your hands in the air. Lift up your voice. He come up. Somebody lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. Somebody just start praying in the Holy Ghost right now. Hear this preacher of the Holy Ghost. Uh, young people, God's not wanting you to wait till you get out of college uh, to be used by God. Uh, he's wanting you to move now. Let me talk to my generation. Uh, I thank God for every one of you that is still here because some of us aren't. Uh, but let me tell you something, y'all. Uh, it's still time to move now. Our job's not over yet. It's not over yet. 
hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. I remember as a young child growing up, the people that surrounded my father, hallelujah, as God literally called them back here, Brother Danny, Sister Cheryl, hallelujah, Jason and Day said the two of you were so instrumental in what God began to do here at Christian Life Church. I never forget it in my life. I was praying for the two of you this morning. She kind of sat out of my eye. I was praying for the two of you this morning, uh, and I felt the word of the Lord tell me that now is the time. I'm going to step out on the limb of faith right now. I felt the word of the Lord tell me this. Uh, now is the time. You have suffered, and you have suffered well. You've suffered and suffered well. What's happened in your life is not fair. Can I get a witness in the house right now? It's not fair. But I felt a witness of the Holy Ghost that what God has done in the waiting season, you've been in the middle of the promise and the fulfillment, and it's called the process that God has not only worked things out of you, but God has worked things into you. And the Spirit of the Lord came to me and said, Get ready for now uh, because you're coming out more dangerous than when you went in. Your greatest work is on you. Y'all lift up your hands, right? He caught up Your greatest work is upon you right now. Your greatest work is upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what I feel a witness to right now. Brother Nate, Brother Branson, Brother Ethan, the three of you are here right now. You've been in this church since the time that you were born. I felt the spirit of the Lord speaking to me in prayer this afternoon that right now is the time for you to elevate Hashatamahai. Right now is the time for you to elevate beyond what you thought that God wanted to do in your ministry and understand uh, that the doors of the heavens are open unto you, that your greatest work is ahead of you and the thing that God will do through the three of you. Hear me right now. I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Here's what God is going to do through the three of you. Pastor talked about it today. Hallelujah. You're going to be a monument to people that come through this church to understand uh, that you don't have to backslide. You don't have to walk away from the Lord to have a testimony. The greatest testimony is that God kept you. I want the three of you to join hands and lift up your hands right now. He I speak right now the elevation of your faith. I speak the anointing of the Lord to fall now. Shatakayesa. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sister Angela. Sister Angela, when your son was up here praying the other night, the Lord began to talk to me. Hallelujah. The last time I preached here, here just, I think, two, three, four Sundays ago, your son was up here and he was praying and the Spirit of the Lord began to talk to me. There's a work that your grandfather began and the work isn't finished yet. And the word of the Lord came to me as your son was praying. Hallelujah. That God's going not only to be the author, but he's going to be the finisher. You need to get prepared because what God's fixing to call your boy to do is going to be a now work. It's going to be a right now work. But Sister Angela, can I tell you in the Holy Ghost right now, it's going to take unique commitment from you. Hallelujah. Because there's great things. Let him get a great education. Let him get a great job. But there's something that's more important, and it's the call of God that's on his life. And I want to affirm in front of a multitude of people tonight, hallelujah, that there's a right now call of God on your boy's life. And God's going to begin to do a work through him now. He's going to begin to see things and hear things. Some of them he's already been seeing and he's talked to you about and you ain't even talked about it to anybody. Am I right? Hallelujah. He's been seeing some things in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. These are God kingdom dreams. And God's getting ready to elevate his sensitivity because he's getting ready to use him. Lift up your hand, Sister Angela. God's going to let the anointing of the Lord fall upon you because he's fixing to call your son to do a great work. Brother Duggar, I see you here tonight, sir. I've been gone a lot. I ain't had a chance to see you very much. But the Spirit of the Lord began to talk to me a few nights ago. 
My greatest memories as a young person would be the gifts of the Spirit that begin to operate on Delphi Avenue when the spirit of prophecy would begin to rest upon you, sir. You'd lift up your voice and give a tongues of interpretation. The Lord would begin to speak through you through the gifts of prophecy. I watched prophecy after prophecy begin to come to pass. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord talked to me. He said he's opened up the windows now that the works of prophecy are going to begin to flow again. But it's not going to be like it was. It's going to be greater than it was. Brother Doug, I'm going to tell you right now, hallelujah, like Elijah under the juniper tree, hallelujah, there's an Elisha and a Jehu that you're fixing to anoint because the work that God began in you, there's some young men and women of God, hallelujah, that are called to be prophets and prophetesses. And God's going to begin to open them up to unique apostolic ministry. And the Lord told me to tell you that the work is not over, but it's going to be now. It's going to be now. Somebody throw your hands in the air all over this room. Somebody be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Would you pray in the Spirit right now? Would you pray in the Spirit all over this house? Come on, I want somebody to be real sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's a breaking in this house right now. Hallelujah. His word is the hammer that breaks the rock. There's some foundational things uh, that are fixing to be broken. Uh, things that have been built up before you are going to be scattered into pieces uh, by the word of the Lord that's come to break it tonight. Come on, from the front to the back, I'm going to ask everybody to move quickly. Let's move to this altar quickly. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. I'm asking you to fill up the middle as well. Press in. Press in as tight as you can in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The pastor made a statement this morning. He said, someone asked how many dimensions are there. I thought that was funny. But the kingdom of God is uphill. Hallelujah. You never reach the pinnacle of the Spirit. Hear me right now in the Holy Ghost. We've seen miracles. We've seen signs. We've seen wonders. We've seen outpourings. But the greatest work that God wants to do is now. Come on, somebody. Someone shout now. Somebody shout now. The greatest work that God wants to do is now. And I want to tell you in the Holy Ghost in this room tonight, there are people that the anointing of God has hovered over your life for years and you've said, when's God going to do it? Thus saith the Lord, it's now. I'm going to just tell it to you like I feel it in the Holy Ghost. It's right now. Let me tell you what's fixing to transpire in the Spirit here in a moment. I'm fixing to pray a word of faith. And here in just a moment, you're going to have two options. You can pray for 30 seconds and put your hands down. And you can wait on the singers to come and we can ride this thing out and go home. Or we can leave here changed forever. That's the two options in the Holy Ghost. There is a dimensional transition. The, spirit, the Word of God said He desires to take you from glory to glory. From victory to victory. Mountaintop to mountaintop. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost right now. 2024 is fixing to be the greatest year that this church has ever seen. Word of God says, out of the mouths of two or three, let all things be accomplished. Let all things be accomplished. Hear this preacher. We are fixing to experience dynamic moves of the Spirit. We're going to see explosive growth. Come on, somebody. We're going to see visible, tangible miracles. That's what's coming to us. Let me tell you when it's going to start. Right now. Right now. I felt, if I've ever felt direction from the Lord, I feel it tonight. We cannot wait for a season of consecration to dig in. As a matter of fact, am I okay right now? Can I just tell it to him like I told you the other day? There's sometimes I say, I don't even know why we do it because it feels like after it's done, we're worse than when we started. I question that sometimes. And let me tell you why. Hallelujah. It is a culture that has been developed. Ladies and gentlemen, I love every person in here. I've known most of you my whole life. But it is unhealthy. 
It is a culture of destruction. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for the saints. It's not good for the guests. It's not good for the house of God. There's a culture that has been developed. Hallelujah. You understand that the last giant that Israel faced was Og. When the Bible began to talk about it, it talked about his bed, how massive it was. It was the giant of slumber. Hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost. We've been asleep for too long. We have been lackadaisical with things that are transpiring in the spirit. But the word of God said, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent, hear this preacher right now. I'm calling you to spiritual violence in this room tonight. That's a funny term. I'm calling you to spiritual violence right now. Let me tell you, one of the greatest sins in the church is to lose your fight. Come on, somebody. It's to lose your fight. I've come this, my God, I feel the presence of the Lord moving in this room. I have come in the Holy Ghost tonight to revive the fight that is within you. I have come in the Holy Ghost tonight, not only to revive the fight within you, but to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord that the door of heaven is open right now. It's open right now for something to begin to transpire in the heavenlies and it will take root on the earth. I want you to join the hand of your neighbor. Throw your hands in the air right now. Come on, join the hand of your neighbor. Throw your hands in the air. Every hand lifted to the Lord right now. Every eye closed, every mouth open. I want you to lift up your eyes. There's fixing to be an explosion of the Holy Ghost right now. There's fixing to be an eruption like a volcano that's about to happen. It's going to be the overflow. Come on. Come on. Somebody tap in. Somebody tap in right now. By the authority of the Word of God, by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, but now... Do the violent uh, take it by force uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, come on, take it. Uh, somebody take it. Uh, somebody charge in the Holy Ghost. Uh, somebody lift up your voice. Uh, come on, take it. Take it by force. Take it by force. Take it by force. Prophesy to the wind. Speak to the mountains of Israel. Tap in. There's three angels in this room right now. Tap into it. Tap into it. Let the glory of God descend. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let him arise and his enemies be scattered. Come on, this isn't a five-minute altar call. I wish you'd lose your mind in the Holy Ghost right now. I wish you'd plug in. be revived. Let the word of knowledge be revived. Dream dreams. See visions. Come on, you're fighting for your future. You're fighting for your future. Come on, somebody needs to be led by the Holy Ghost. You want to lay your hands on someone right now and let the Spirit of God begin to move. I see a breaking in the Holy Ghost. There's a breaching right now. You're breaching the wall. You're breaching the wall right now. Yes, yes, 
Yes. Come on, it's now. It's now. It's now, Sister Casey. It's now, Brother Zach. It's now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You've got to let the momentum of the Holy Ghost flow right now. It's the Word. It's the Word that breaks the rock. His Word is a hammer. Every chain be broken. Every wall be crumbled. Yeah! upon you raise up apostles raise up prophets and pastors raise up teachers and evangelists you will do exploits you will see miracles, signs and wonders In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Come on, I see the enemies being scattered. Come on, Sister Lally. There's a work, there's a work in your life tonight. There's an anointing on your life.
Harvest in our bilingual ministries. Harvest in our children's ministry. Harvest in our youth ministry. Come on, I wish an elder would get a hold of somebody right now. Come on, elders, get a hold of somebody in the Holy Ghost. Get a hold of somebody in the Holy Ghost. Come on, even if you're a guest, you're invited. Get a hold of somebody. Now. the principalities cast down now are the principalities cast down every generational curse be broken now be broken now now is the high time arise out of slumber arise out of slumber healing over autism now now, now, now. Come on, young men, engage it. Y'all lift up your hands and just engage the Holy Ghost. Engage the Holy Ghost. I feel the gifts of healing moving in this building right now. You're in this room. You need a miracle. Y'all just take a step back right here. You need a miracle. I want you to come. Even if we've been praying for you a long time, you need a miracle. Come on, sister. You're fine. Keep walking. You need a miracle. Just come all the way down here to this front. Okay. In the name. Just stay standing for me, bro. In the name of the Lord. Hear me. If you're in this room and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, I want you to come with these and line up here across the front. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. I feel it. I feel it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right. Hear me. Not tomorrow. Now. Not tomorrow. Right now. Not tomorrow. Right now. Right now. In the name of the Lord. Anybody have now faith? Anybody have now faith? There ought to be a few more than that or I'm going to have to preach another hour. There you go. In the name of the Lord. Come and lay hands on these in the Holy Ghost right now. You've got faith. You want to see God do a miracle. You've been called to ministry. I want you to come lay your hands on them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to lay their hands on you. I want you to throw both hands in the air, and I want you to lift up your voice. Lift both hands and lift up your voice. Lift both hands and lift up your voice. I want you to engage it now. I want you to respond now. There's fixing to be a visible demonstration. For by the authority of the Word of God, in the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, be healed uh, now in Jesus' name. 
Be healed of every cancer. Be healed of every pain. Be healed in your eyes. Be healed in your back. Be healed in your liver. Come on now. 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 I command your back to be healed. I command your legs to be strengthened. I command your knees be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Be healed, be healed, be healed. 